Amen. And we're going to end up with, with Grandfather Ripley um, <laughs> blessing us this morning. Realistically. Hey man, and I'm already missing you. It's like the thought of having to get in the Uber or whatever and go home. I can't tell you what a gift this week feels like a week. I've had a retweet the benefit in two days. I mean, it's like being incredible. I just stand up and tell you by heart. It's so full. And I'm not ashamed of shedding your tear. Because I tea with Ryan, who shares way more tears with me. But when Louise got up here today, and she did that little soul to prayers for Africa, I was like broken. But just the sense of joy at age 68, be baptized with fresh love for this continent and the people. I felt God used to cauterize my heart that's been so prone to one who lived in a safe space. And this week has been a discipling week for my heart. And in a collective sense, you, all of you, are part of that. The guys who led this and put this conference together, Garrett and the team, I, I just can't tell you what a gift it is. I didn't know that we'd delegate this to you and then you'd kind of put me back into shape or gospel shape. But somebody in my I want to be part of whatever time God spares you. A bigger drink offering poured out onto this amazing continent. I want to tell you this is the best continent in the whole world. And the others would drink as duck. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. For the recording, I don't honor the brain. Okay. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit silly. But do you think sometimes it's not this versus that? It's more like God just needs to weigh them. And I got weighed with just such fresh conviction and fresh faith, fresh joy. And uh, in the session, I want to serve that moment that this and I at the conference widely ministered to to be there like your dear response. Like, I can set under some of the most amazing, courageous teaching. Have you, have you felt like that? Yes. It's like we've gone where we, we haven't gone to the forest, and uh, so grateful for these men, Sava. And I think I want to be like you, Carl. <laughs> Just amazing gift to us. And the Cephas, the way you delicately navigated the, 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 the complexities of this pole and this pole. Conservative versus dangerous in the charismatic world. He just called us to be hungry for God and, and do what elders are supposed to do, just obey Jesus because we disciples, not we disciples before we leaders. 
and a disciple on puts into practice the thing that Jesus says. So let's not hide behind our leadership roles and titles and all our insecurities. Let's keep saying this to Jesus. Okay, turn your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 13. Here Where we're going this morning is uh, I'm going to do this commissioning service into a commissioning communion and we're going to end up in huddles praying and commissioning each other into mission by the grace of God in the power of the Spirit and I'm hoping that the session would, would help us to get there. After 12 and a half chapters of explaining the gospel, how we have moved into this absolute extravagant uh, reality of the new covenant, the writer to the Hebrews lands was what I call a commissioning doxology, these words. Now may the God of peace, <coughs> who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. This is God's word. I got this from Cephas. <laughs> who got it from Masada. Who got it from Tim Keller. Who got it from Scripture. This is God's word. Can you give me a tissue love box? Those is a bit runny, but you know, a little bit tender, all those. Okay. Don't you just love that word now? Say it out loud. Now. Now. The writer's not talking about just what's the present tense now. He's actually saying now in view of everything that has gone before. Now in the conference, it's the last session, in view of everything that we've heard. Now because of what God has been saying to the global church, through all these centuries, the God of peace, the one who is not living with a Trinitarian anxiety, may this God do some stuff, and we're going to get there. But I want to just quickly capture what's on the preceding side of now. Let's just summarize it. I'm reading from some of the stuff coming out of the ESV introduction to the book of Hebrews is just, I, I just don't want to risk getting it like messy, but this is something, just a couple of like sentences. edition. The message of the Hebrews for the global church is that Jesus is better than every, every other thing. The readers are tempted to bring again from the dead. For us here, it's not just you, a shepherd of the sheep, or believe by the blood of the Jesus. Jesus is better than you 
that every other infrastructure that you made a bit back into such as ways of working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ to who be glory forever and ever. Amen. This is God's word. I got this from Cephas. Who <laughs> got it from Masala. Who got it from Tim Keller. Who got it from Scripture. This is God's word. Can you give me a tissue love box? Those is a bit runny, but you know, a little bit tender, all that. Okay. Don't you just love that word now? Say it out loud. Now. Now. The writer's not talking about just what's the present tense now. He's actually saying now in view of everything that has gone before. Now, in the conference, it's the last session, in view of everything that we've heard, now, because of what God has been saying to the global church through all these centuries, the God of peace, the one who is not living with a Trinitarian anxiety, May this God do some stuff, and we're going to get there. And I want to just quickly capture what's on the preceding side of now. Let's just summarize it. And I'm reading from some of the stuff coming out of the ESV introduction to the book of Hebrews. It's just, I, I just don't want to risk having it like messy, but this is certainly just a couple of sentences. The message of the Hebrews for the global church is that Jesus is better than every every other thing believers are tempted to fall back into. For us here, it's not just Judaism or belief systems. Jesus is better than every other thing that believers are tempted to fall back into, such as their former ways of sin, culturally comfortable patterns of thinking or living, or non-Christian ethical codes. It's the midst of adversity and suffering. Believers are to fix their eyes on Jesus, live by faith, and run the race that is marked out for them. While Hebrews makes many individual points relating to redemptive history, all this serves one basic point. Jesus is superior. Jesus is better than the prophets. He's better than the angels. He's better than the priests. He's better than Melchizedek. And better, better than all the previous sacrifices. Through Jesus, God has brought about the longed-for new covenant. Just before chapter 13, there's that little verse, which is like a last verse of being Hebrews, chapter 12, verse 15. The writer writes, says, see to it that no one listens to the grace of God. The grace of God is, is, is based and grounded on all of the stuff that the writer has been teaching from chapters 1 through the 12, when he's coming into land, and he says, see to it that no one misses the grace of God. If I come and ask you to do a little self-audit in your heart right now, 
But you go through difficulties and challenges and are tempted to bitterness, through disappointment, even at God or relationships, whatever it is. The writer says, see to it that no one misses the grace of God and a bitter root spring in us, up in us, that defiles many. Listen to me carefully. Our problems do not come from the circumstances, from the conflicts, from the suffering, from the persecution. Our problems are derived from missing the grace of God in the midst of. Book of Hebrews, pulling us back to be rooted and anchored to that deeper bridge of revelation of posture. Right. What I'm looking about is a school is writing to you so quickly some potentially bad news. God intended, these, these are the readers, God intended that we'd always be sheep needing our big shepherd. It looked at Brett Bob. He brought from the bed our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep. Where do we position ourselves in that verse? Say sheep. Sheep. Say, it's a banishing head idea. Die. Look forward to stay healthy disciple. Get the revelation that you still a sheep. And you're still a sheep under the Good Shepherd, and we were designed from before the foundation of the world to be sheep. And I'll show you why. He writes and he says, He himself bore our sins in the body of the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. For you were strayed like sheep. But have now the terms of the shepherd and overseer of your soul. Doubt. The return of the sheep, the shepherd. We've always been desperately for the shepherd, and now we come home uh, to his shepherding care and his shepherding grace, but we are still sheep. And we will always be sheep by God's design. But let me give you some good news. That is, we sheep offer stingship at Utrecht, but some, some really God intended that we'd always be more than sheep. Yes, we sheep, but we also put her abide in 1 John 3 verse 1. We heirs of the universe through Romans 8 16. We co rulers with the King of Kings in Revelation 3 21. We're the bride of Christ. Coming through in Revelation 21 verse 9. We're shining like the sun in the kingdom of our Father in Matthew 13. Verse 40, 43. We're not saying sheep is only what we are, all that we are, but it is essentially a major part of who we are. But here's some really awesome news. Drum Sober, please was the best. Drum Sober, really awesome news is Jesus is and will always be our good heaven. Listen to 1 Peter 5, verse 4. Where the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the Unfading kind of glory. Friends, who's coming to fetch us? He is a king. When the chief shepherd appears, right now in the heavens, he's our high priest, he's the king, but he is still our chief shepherd in the heaven. 
And this is very interesting. Revelation 7, 16. Verse 17 says that Jesus, or first, we are still feeding our shepherd. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst no more. The sun shall not strike them, nor any scorching heat for the Lamb. Not a paradox there. This Lamb comes the shepherd anyway. For the Lamb is in the midst of the throne, will be their shepherd. And he will guide them into heaven. Wow. <coughs> To springs of living water, and God will wake and wipe away every tear from their eyes. Friends, we need to get immersed in this this metaphor, this this beautiful picture relationship of sheep to shepherd. It's an eternal relationship. And so, who is the great shepherd? Is the first question as we mine this doxology. Who is the great shepherd? Verse twenty says, "Now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus." The great shepherd of the sheep. Micah fought his voices, and he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall well secure. For now he shall be pledged to the ends of the earth. Friends, shepherding is not like hopeful pastoral. He's given me great through his church to maintain this open earth. Isaiah 40 says, He will tend his flock like a shepherd. He will gather his lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom and gently eat those with young. Don't you love all those metaphors of old and young? But figure this year, this author, the father, and probably gets multi generational. It's like, it's like that is to the great shepherd of the flock. That. He's self came into to look into history two thousand years ago, came fulfilling these promises. Samantha I lay down my eye to the sheep. Folks, our teachers love this one. I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also. And they will listen to my voice, so that there will be one flock and one sheep. Don't you love where the story of God is going? It's not all nice little pastoral little dens with people, local churches where we just tend our own sheep. Jesus has got a vision for a grand flock, a huge global flock in all parts of the world. So they just moved on. We know it's Jesus. How did Jesus become my great shepherd? I'm preparing the master's question. In verse 3, now may the God of issues, born again from the dead, our Lord Jesus Christ, the great shepherd, by the blood of the eternal garment. Might just with a kind of a free strong part of me. I know from yesterday, that day before we arrived, but I think this did the, the blood of Jesus. Speaks a better word. The blood of Abraham, the blood of Jesus, speaks a better word. But that applicant, I felt so encouraged when I, when I look at this, the blood of Jesus is what it does for us, but what it did for Christ is Christ, through the divine approval of his work on the cross, is a turning death. This, this, his, his sacrifice for the sins of the whole world, that blood that was shed 
becomes the jet fuel for his resurrection and he is resurrected into the heavens to the right hand of God by the power of divine approval and he sank at the right hand of majesty in heaven. Just for knowledge that Jesus is raised. Jesus is who he is. That his sacrifice results in God raising him from the dead in that wonderful sense of approval. Yeah, the flow got to say too, what is our great shepherd doing in our love for fun? That's all this is a Christian. Now, the hero of all the blood sacrificing the Christ is a turning death in view of this wonderful redemption story. Now, may the God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ. What's up, which shepherd for you? You know, I've pretty broad strip shepherding, but enough of that. That means he's at work with his sheep and his churches and multiplying to move the, to grow the flock. There's this work on cooking. He is in us with everything good that we may do his work. Secondly, it says to our great shepherds, in working in us. All this like externally, we have a equipping week and all this equipping happening, but it's married to like this power of God on the inside. We who are united with Christ and indwelt by the Spirit, there is a corresponding deeper work where He is in work in us. In most profound ways, he's working in us that which is pleasing to himself. What's the word saying? He's saying God has taken, he's taken massive steps to make sure we get everything we need to fulfill his will to complete the mission. We are not getting up every day thinking, oh, how am I going to do this? Living on Billy Bill Long Street down, down Rumble Alley. Oh, what's going to happen? <coughs> no. I want you to hear a little prayer of all these students. A great church father. He is spiritual uh, autobiography and public confession. Profession. Or skin says to God Command what you will. And give what you command. Say it out loud. What one will tell. What goes in the end? Well, just say for God's This is plain. And we've got to ask, is this actually biblical? I think if you that together with whatever God commands us to do, comes the power, the motivation, and the incentive to do it. He doesn't tell us to get something done and then hang us out to dry. 
Or you can do this, self-generate your own commissioning grace and your own strategies and you know how exhausting that is to try and generate that stuff. Now the God appoint us to do something. God's called you to lead a ministry at the local church of Rapala, to plant a church. That God is calling you to serve in some tough areas and God's calling you to suffer for the sake of the gospel. You need to know you're not designed to do it by sucking on lemons. Because the support in eating this is true. So let's try to illustrate this a little. So you're called to plant a church, which just happens to be one of the little things we do about it. You're called to plant a church. So is God in your mind or you want him to be your cheerleader? Like you go and do it. And he's on the sidelines, barking out at the person. Go on, Johnny. It's great to see you all the effort you might be. Go for it. Off comes Cubby. And I'm going to run over and give you a little freaky. Maybe he just said, hey, you need to run a little bit faster and harder. You're dropping the ball. No, God is not teaching you. I didn't notice if it was not coach. Not coach. You know, God you know, just help you, you know, get a better understanding of things. So, what does the coach do? Coach give you the instruction, the end plan. How did you fall and feel? Like I understand God, I think does. Cheer us on, and he does do a little bit of coaching, but that's not what's going on in this person. What God is doing in this message is being God. Because you can't plant a church, you can't flourish in a ministry, and all our best efforts validate directly to glorify God in themselves will not accomplish the task unless. There is an equipping grace from heaven, God, and work in our lives. And unless God is not just equipping from the outside, but He is uh, at work in us on the inside, giving us the ability and the motivations and the strength that He provides to accomplish it. This is God's way of arresting self sufficiency because I want to give you some really good news. How many of you want to a church? How many of you are holding a church? Let me just tell you, you can't. Holding a church that has Jesus Christ as its, as its head, that has a body animated from the life of the Holy Spirit, is not a human idea. It's a God idea. And when we plant an expression of that, it's going to take God equipping. It's going to take God enabling. It's going to take God working, working more deeply than asking His grace and mercy. Shipping lists. Murders of angry director, murders of Klaus Marston. I love the metaphors and plays.
Now, some of you would say, well, gee, it sounds great when she keeps praying. Sounds great, but big question. For those of you need a little bit more backing to this idea, there's all my beloved. As you always obey, so now, not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence. Work out. So I gave us some good teaching was work out. Your own salvation was fear, and certainly work it out. I can tell you one thing, we're going to work it out. There's one thing you can't do is look at it. If it says, for it is God who works in you, listen to the language, both to will. That means he's higher. That's me before you even thought about it. He had thought about it and was starting to work in your life in that way and give conviction in that direction. He is at work in you both to will and to work to enemies. <coughs> For his good pleasure, and this implied against what God's pleasure to for our good. This is not literally cheaper than the dentist. This is God's gracious way. Look, our friend, be before Jesus is an invitation into the supernatural union life. Talks about our shoulders back of the line. That this is this is God. A recipe for beauty, blind spot, difficult. Just God, just wanting to help us. How to live out the boss in contestant space, in the difficulties of life. Now, last Africa, this last few days, how many of you God speak to us? Individuals, through churches, we all, pastors of Burma, I'll mention we all, as some servant leaders of Burma, we've got an evidence. We, we, we want to go north in humanity. Remember the conference we had a while back, how many one of us stay? Well, most of the, for quite a while, we're on the hungry side. They want to be somebody, but now it's on the front foot. This is not a conference, Steve. It's a movement, Steve. Where is it, we? It's hungry, is because we are born. We are putting debt so sufficient. We are putting a debt we're doing today. We don't do it one moment, that's why you need it as a movement. The steam debts, because they remind ourselves of it all the time. And we, and we deal with debt flowed in bad, and if it resurrects, it's going to be covered again, and all that. We are not building a tower in our flu right now. But Jesus came riding into Jerusalem on a donkey. How did how did Jerusalem? What does the vehicle Jesus used to put in the kingdom? Our share the first moment we're public for advance our seat. Because the East came riding into Jerusalem was donkey. They worship Jesus, not a donkey. The vehicles we're building. All the stuff, we, they are parlance. 
of the simple to be able to magnify the negative the state that Jesus. We are not building a brand, we're multiplying a blessing of life that lives. And I say that's because what God said to us is a movement. We had the light, and I just looked at the, the steeds who is watering. Others stand in front of you and say, Shrollers, our great shepherd is equipping us for everything good to do this world, and our great shepherd is working in us and teasing us. And when you come to Poppins, I bet you get some faith on it. You get some details out. What is God wanting to do in and through our togetherness? What does he want to heat up for his own name's sake? What does he want to heat up for our good? Will we ever be more fully alive that if we leave this conference and allow ourselves with these kind of Holy Spirit things that I've left out so many things, please add to what I'm put up with, whatever you've written down in your notes. But I'm asking you in the name of Jesus Christ, receive the equipping grace of Jesus. Receive the empowering work of the Holy Spirit in you, in, in you, helping you to obey Him, helping you to please Him. This is not put it up by your footsteps. It's not God as cheerleader or coach. It's God as God. He is working in us, both to will and to do His good pleasure. So when I look at that, oh, you will be seen by your friends that we would learn to love Africa like Philip did in that genesis of the gospel footprint. I felt God say to me when you said an African community, and you said the definition of African means someone who loves and lives in Africa. I sat there, it was like God buried into my soul. You gave him off too rightly with that definition. I'm telling you, it was like, and I'm saying this because I'm not suffering in this moment. I am more joyful than I've ever been, but I'm broken on the inside because it's taken a little bit too long. And I felt God said to me, for you, the definition is living in Africa and loving after. For you, it's living in Tim. Living to Stop boasting about your Scottish ancestors. My mom says, if I don't get it, and send like Sean Connery by the time I die, she's going to leave me, but that's a nice She never said that. But she got some orange Those are seemingly pure, pure little stuff. When the other day the Kabat are actually focusing, I'm going to take this heart that wants to live in privilege. And like, like, I don't know if this conference is for you or me. I'm standing up here so I can get a mint. Let me get this mixed gen stuff. And I was thinking, hello, I want to do this better. I buy a full and call forth the greatness in the next generation. You know, we don't perfect this today. It's a very dark. It's four for three for the old and four. Yes. But see no one. Everything here for that address, we can't get a tumult. We are planting trees to provide shade that we made her and let's sit on that silent, so powerful. And they planted to stay at sea, a miracle of cash, a miracle of taking people out, a miracle of community. 
where those, those young next-gen people find alliances and brotherhood and sisterhood that can last them potentially for the rest of their life. I could have got Nobels for them, but then Gallus kicks up. That is such courage and such poverty. Cause up. To be plowed by the Chapter 5, going to servant. Whilst I, the first time I understood that those warnings were for the rich on the outside, I also understood on the inside that those warnings for me, I don't agree with the rich like. But as I get older, you don't you need less. And I want to live more, and I want to, I want to give more. I want to serve beyond that. I don't want to live in this unclothed on of privilege and exclusivity. I love the way the Timothy said, listen to this commitment of God to judge injustice and oppression. There's good news to for us. To those the victims of that. And then Masada gets up and says, okay, it's going to take some time. All the stuff we've got, then it calls us to patience, but passive and active. And I'm not trying to preach anyone's sermon here. I'm just realizing this is the, this is the application God is equipping me, you Wallace, to do what, to, you know, for everything he could to do his work. But it's also working as me, everything that pleasing in his son. It doesn't sound like it's a bad deal. It's amazing. And in Cephas, I spoke about it. So let's notice on our passivity. It's not the believers which are against. Uh, let's just ask. Paul says, let all of these things be done. And it's not going to happen in a vacuum. It gets up to the river base of our lives. Wow. And are we, are we passive about that? Or are we ugly, pursuing them? I'm aware right now in the seat of my life, so fresh people are beginning to stir my life. I'm so excited. I don't encourage you and watch you and say, hey, God is way more generous than we think. And he's not being generous because you need a gift. He's being generous because he wants to multiply his great global flock. And he wants to do it through your life by you being an exhorter and encourager, bringing prophetic encouragements, preaching, teaching. Uh, church planning, uh, uh, hospitality, administration, next-gen ministry, all of these things, all of them. He wants to start to cause those gifts to flow in new ways for the good of his church, not for our egos, or for us to self-actualize, or if we put our head in our pillow and say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm getting profiled. It's going to live in the future of the one who the profile as much as I used to see who I come with it. It's almost like I'm enjoying this moment now because it's the bird was not better to prove anything. It's, it's, I really, really want Jesus to do what only he can do. Uh-huh. So I want to challenge us and exhort us. Don't tip it. The seminars we tip it. It's God's equipping us to do everything that is good for his world and he's working in us, divine agency. They were spending that for the priesthood. And why did God design this first question? I love it. Verse 21, to whom be glory forever and ever. Oh, Jesus Christ, it's all right. God does it for his own name's sake. So who's the giver of the story? Why are we doing this stuff? 
that the truth is better everything. It's still the truth is better everything at the end of our lives. And we will at the end of our lives join that strong singing, worthy is the Lamb to receive glory, honor, power, riches, dominion. So Papa says the glory of the great shepherd, but the glory of the great shepherd was, was theirs, father and son. It's the father and son that has to do the funeral with It's there, not ours. We get the care, he gets the tribute as the shepherd caregiver. We get the protection, he gets the honor as the shepherd. We get the guidance, he gets the esteem as the shepherd God. We get the provision, he gets the, the trust as the shepherd provider. We get the joy of being loved by He gets the glory. Or as you have been listening to the union and the marbets, and uh, I was going to stay a little bit behind go a little beyond with the uh, told if you feel it has to go, don't worry, we're not joking. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. For the pieces of knowledge, deal with self-sufficiency, that's not entering the way we sleep you. This is copying self-sufficiency where we start to visit ourselves for the bonnets. Confusing God, all of this move, and you've got botches and long scar to be able to get out. Can the first read? I think for many of us, Asia 2 verse 10 is about to mean all the blood I mean. We would like to look without his word, Mr. Christian Gordon. God created in Christ Jesus our best To do what? To complete or to fulfill in these good works. Jesus love it. God always has an initiative to do the good works. Each balance, each plan in advance for us to virtue like planet. If you just come on, give you some money up to it. Yeah. Well good works is plan for us to be in advance. I say no. Come on, God. God. This is our playing field. This is our playing field. And we're standing shoulder to shoulder, side by side in the gospel, to push this great mission forward. Uh-huh. You're glad we don't have to originate. Hang on, please. Quivering grace. It's strengthening grace, it's divine agency. And I want to just say something, it's to keep people off of the rest of this room. Now that's for was that's for the truth one. I've had this conference that I just served in social justice thing, the British ranging thing. Who gets the most profiles this morning? Guys, we're gonna cut that deep into that. Spoken down. Whatever. We'll never reserve it. So often it's pretty over the territory. You'll see what I'm doing. You're in late German Swiss. Or if you've been broken, Chinese, you can 
move and you can evolve into other spheres of ministry, not like as in promotions that you becoming more important. This is why I want you to hear. There are no small assignments in the kingdom of God. Because our assignments should not be measured by the transpire they produce. For the fruit they, they produce. Every assignment in this room must be mentioned. Whether it seems small or great, must be measured by the greatness of the shepherd who gave it to us as Christmas. God, help us, please help us, help us realize that whatever you say yes to is what he's equipping me to do as he's releasing divine agents. And he says, if you're a preacher and you're called to speak, then my prince from today, you're going to need every time we preach and say, oh God, I don't want to do this in my own strength. Because 1 Peter 4 says, if you call to preach, verse 11, speak like an oracle of God. What does that mean? Speak as though God is speaking through you. In other words, your opinions don't matter. Be faithful to the text and preach the word of God in season and out season. But preach like God is the human mentality. And if you call to serve, that's not lesser. Do it in the strength God provides. But we should can't do it without it. We toast if we try. Yeah. Why don't we come up here? Lead us into in the end. Thank you, Rex. <laughs> well, steak man. It still like we've been eating steak today. Um, I'm not sure who said this, but Jesus is only our example will crush us. Jesus and the force will save us. Not source like a steak sauce. Source as in sustenance. Jesus as our sustaining grace save us. I'm really moving towards communion. There are four stations with bread and the cup. Could I ask you, we, we would like to move quickly towards the table and then gather in groups of four or five just where you are and remain standing and re then I'm going to read some scripture of us and we're going we're gonna to have a little supper together. So that said, back ball. Leave the back seat. It was made up. We got out. Well, I named the sense of one. Lord, I'm the mood. Oh, I'll get out of that. Well, just written a very easy thing. It was nothing like that. I'm going to lay drill. I was kind of putting them on, and that's why I could have shimmered. So I'm going to ask you just to find your little huddle, um, just remain standing uh, with one another, and, and we will do a break very together. Then be a pilot. Okay. I get very, 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 very similar to being a dog. And he's the end of 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 
He would like to hear this. Please wait um, on us. We are going to pray for the Adventists and the Greeks and Pharaohs. I think it's significant as a movement who is committed to the gospel as our primary calling is to take the gospel and preach the gospel to the world. But we end our time on it. The last thing that you're going to remember from your advanced conquest is for the Lord's Supper. It's deliberate that we leave on this high note and I get a ring. Get it to our Ubers or cars or drive away with fasting going, thank you all for what you've done across us. So now I was ready to read the, the words of the lyrics of the song. And I'm going to read scripture and read wisdom and pray over us and mission us. Um, I've just been reminded of that Redmond song, that thing that about. I just want to read these words. Your blood speaks a little word through all the empty claims I've heard upon this earth. Speaks righteousness to me and stands in my defense. Jesus, it's your blood. What can wash away our sins? What can make us whole again? Nothing but the blood. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can wash as pure as snow, well covered as the friends of God? Nothing but your blood. Nothing but your blood, King of Jesus. Your cross testifies and grace. Tell us the Father's heart to make a way for us. Not only mere courage, not earthly confidence. It's only by your blood. It's the blood, 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 yes. What can wash us? Only by the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Sashman's in Revelation. Just after Jesus promises, Behold, I'm making all things new. He also speaks to the thirsty. We've always come to the communion table. Thirsty man. He says to the thirsty, I will give from the spring of the water of life. Was about a moment. You and I come to this table, to this meal. We cannot contribute towards this in any way, shape, or form. We come as poor beggars to this table and we feast of Christ. And one of Isaiah 55 he says, Come, everyone who's thirst, leaders, we, we come with our thirst before God this morning. In communion, we say, Lord, you are the only one that can quench this thirst. You can satisfy this hunger in my soul. Nothing on this planet can satisfy my soul. On Corinthians, Paul speaks, he said, The Lord Jesus, on the night that he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in your remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup and said, This is the cup. This cup is the new cup. Covenant in my blood, do this whenever you drink in a reverence of thee. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim that the Lord's death until he comes. We are a people that will proclaim the Lord's death until the day he returns. And ask Greeks to pray for us and permission us. What I love about so breaking your brain like this, one of the great reminders is just who's in the room at each moment. The bread is, as those that we've bought, bought and 
Gaat die ook met Amitus die stabiel wat gedurende bij met Dennis de Bijkroon. Om die schepen te bouwen. Waar sint ook zo dat we sint op de Hogwood. And the Hogwood's not in the room. We're in the room. And the, the scandal of this kindness and goodness that God given all the people in the world, we, we, we we're included, we're saved. And so I'd love to just uh, invite you, uh, I'm going to pray, but I'm, I'm asked just to enjoy and affirm and celebrate the work of Jesus as we eat this bread. Your body, blessed Savior, broken for us. Just raise our cup as a toast to the finished work that's helping to add to it. Only our kindness or our joy and our appreciation, our worship can you add to this cup. Let's drink together. And now in the groups, why don't you just take hands? Lord, thank you that we're here united two years ago, but but we are united to, to the lives of the people whose hands we call. Guys, to squeeze that hand. First joy and appreciation. Thank you, Lord, that we're a communion, that we're not alone, that there's a partnership. And Jesus, won't you smile over us today? You're our heavenly high priest, and we know you pray for us. But the book closes with you being the great shepherd. We're under your care, we're under your guidance. We're under your voice, and we want to say in the words of that textology, now, may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ, the great shepherd, walk, equip you with everything good for doing his work, working in us, that which is pleasing in his sight. The other words of Jesus over every life, over every ministry, over every church, over France. As the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. Freely you represent. Freely you. That you lay hands on one another, those groups, and just bless the work of the Holy Spirit down. <laughs>